I'm Peter Pakama. I'm living in Sierra Leone with my little wife and has two sons. Their names are Peanuts Pakama and Alex Pakama. Um, we, I'm a photographer work and my wife is a teacher. We have um, a business in here that we are doing. This, this is, this is Diversified Game Game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kellen. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. We are trying, both of us, with my wife. Um, can I continue from there or let me pause? Oh yeah, p- p- pause right there, and, and let me give you an intro, and we'll we'll go from there. Um, and here here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I have a br- a brother I met while getting our citizenship. My my wife was there, my Tupi King, and I saw this brother and he had the, if you see the E in Sierra Leone, you know, uh-oh, Benedict is in the house. So I said, hey, what's going on? This brother was very nice to me. He even sent me some pictures. Um, people in Sierra Leone, um, getting those pictures were so like those are pictures I'm going to hold on for life and my family will too. So we really thank him. But I asked him what else was he into besides photography? And he told me he had a business with a KK. And I said, man, I got to get your story. I want to hear about your journey. And so, Peter, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Ah, good, fine. How are you? And to you all that are listening, hope you guys are doing well. I want to say something about you. I want to brag on you for a second, Peter, because in Sierra Leone, there were people who were telling me in Sierra Leone, I said, why don't you, you know, for your business as a taxi man, why don't you, you know, have it on your Instagram? And people were telling me, oh, we're not business people here, typically in Sierra Leone. And then they said, that's why the Lebanese and the Chinese run everything. And then there were other people from Sierra Leone who said, be careful. Everybody from Sierra Leone will try to get money from you in business. This is not like Ghana or Nigeria. People like to, you know, they want to overcharge the JCs, which may be true. But Peter didn't charge me anything for the pictures. He just sent me the pictures, which he could have easily. And I would have said, OK, Peter, that that's if that's the price. But I just want to let people know that not everybody thinks like you. There are some people who, you know, will do something for you out of the love or out of the appreciation or whatever it is, because you never know what will come up in the future. So I just wanted to tell people that you're a little different than many Sierra Leoneans say, oh, we're, you know, we're going to do this to you if you do business. Like, can you believe it? Like people telling me don't do business in Sierra Leone? There are some good people in here. There are some people who are even better than me in here. Though what you are saying is right. Yeah, there are people here that won't do things, um, something for you without charging. But some of us, 
we do things, we go the extra mile, we do it to show people that it's not all about the money. At times, the relationship is more better, far better than the money. You know, if you have strong relationship out there or within here, people trust you, they will put things that are more um, um, valued, valued than what you are rendering to them at the moment for money. So for me, what I'm thinking is, I render my service free of charge. I don't know who you, who you, who you will be to me tomorrow. So I always do that. If I, I've given so many people uh, um, pictures out there without asking them for anything. So I'm just like that. For you people that are out there, yeah, in Sierra Leone, we have people who love to do things for money, but there are some good people. Some some people will overcharge, as you say, yeah, but some in here will do it the best to um, um, to for you to uh, um, receive the best out of us. But we, you need to have the thinking that we have good people in here. Just like in Nigeria, we have people that are. If you if you want uh, something that will cost um, three thousand euros, they will say no. This one is is for uh, fifty thousand euros, just for them to have more than what what they want. So let's have it in mind that within this country there are some good people. Many good people, and you know, I'm cr- creating a company there to be able to contribute and say that, you know, it's not about me. It's about finding those good people and working with them. So with unity, we all win. Now, I want to know, you know, and we can definitely talk about all the talents and gifts that you have. But with the KK, um, why that business? Why, Why did you guys decide to get into that business? And tell people, how did you start? Because somebody might think, you know, you you were hired by the young Obama, I call him Benedict of Sierra Leone. Um, you know, you were hired by him. So people might think, oh, you've had it easy because, you know, you have access to money and blah, blah, blah. But why that business and how did it start? Um, well, let me start with how did it start. Um, first, when I was in college, I saw people... Um, going into bike, 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 bike. Bike is the easiest way of transportation. In, in here, it's faster and easy not traffic. Later, we saw this keke started. So, at that time, I still, I was a student. So, I decided to dive into it. I I was doing a part-time job at um, Life by Design. It's, it's a match company, Life by Design, and um, Gil and Co. I was, I was really working for um, Nick Asgill, a cinematographer. That's where I start. So, okay, I decide, I talk to him that, um, hey, boss, I want to go into this business. This is what I want to know. I know it has a little money for now. Let's, let's, let's put hands together and work. He said, no. Um, I will not put my money in it because I know the drivers in here are not reliable. If you give them um, money to start short business, either they go and they will ride the entire day in the evening, 
when when it's evening for them to come with the money they will begin they will be giving you story that is not that has that, that did not make any that can't make any sense so the the he said no i will not go into it okay i push i walked i walked i walked i walked i walked for him at least for um a year or so i gathered my money done at least i buy one I started the business. I was the one who was on it, riding it throughout. Okay, within that time, we ride it for for about six six to seven six to seven months until finally I have another money out of it. Then we buy and I buy another one. After getting that also, I call someone to help me with the old one, while I had the new one. But within that time. When the uh, uh, the driver that is using the, the old one, I normally go to work. Um, in the in the evening after after work, I come and take it. Then go back to uh, to the care care job. Okay, that's how it starts. Um, for the difficulty in in it, yeah, I have so many constraints, so so many of it. And one, the police, the police in here are very, very annoying <laughs> when it comes to um, um, commercial commercial uh, 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 transportation. They are very, very annoying. They will hold you for things that didn't make sense. Even if everything is correct, if you have a, even a, um, the taxi, if everything is correct, they will give you so, many, so much, a hell of a time. In the street, maybe for the day, they will all what you walk, they will they will take it in your hand. So, in that field, it's very very difficult out there. But what I did, I I have a friend who is a um, um, police that I talked to. The moment they they handle the keke, um, he uh, they will call him. He will come and. Uh, uh, release the keke at the end of the month you need to put something on his table for that to be continuously be going at, at least that that and that feel that's that's release some stress for um, from other police because when they handle when they um, uh, and get hold of the keke we'll call him he will call the police or wherever they, they handle it he will call which is rank and whatsoever they will release the case. So that's the constraint. So for the, the audience that, you know, in this interview could easily air on AYV radio. Um, but for those who are, haven't been to Sierra Leone and they say, oh, so you have to pay, you know, some people call it bribe. I like to call it appreciation or I like to call it toll um, because we have toll here in America and, they, and we have toll, you know, in Europe where you have to pay to be on the roads. But, you know, the bribery is I'm sure not legal, but it's part of, you know, in most of Africa, you have to pay some 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 type of something and put something in someone's hand. Um with that, can you tell the people how much of a day's earning do the police sometimes want? Because my experience with the police, I was like Sierra Leone has the nicest police because they might have pulled us over. They looked in the car and then they let us go. Maybe because we're foreigners and they didn't want any Wahala. But 
Can you can you talk about like working the KK and trying to make the most out of it? How much do the police sometimes want for you to go on with your business? Um, let me see if you're on. I, if you people know, um, let me see from PZ to Lombly. If you take a single passenger from PZ to Lombly, for now it will cost you um seven thousand from PZ to Lombly seven thousand pakeke. So um, if you are going from PZ to Lombly, you you the the police catch you at um, the quantity. You have to be, what they want from you is thirty thousand. Okay, sure. if you give that thirty thousand from that point to to um, um, Saint John, you will meet another police there also. If they catch you, you have to pay. That's what they are expecting from you for the time they handle you. They don't want to know even if um, seven police has you have given um, uh, uh, money to seven of them. They don't want to know. The moment they catch you. You need to pay. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, they will take you to the station. Mind you, if you are if you are doing the business, KK business, you have to pay um, the owner of the KK hundred thousand euros per day. Yeah. If the KK is brand new, you have to pay hundred thousand euros per day. If it is not brand new, maybe you pay fifty, sixty or so, but. You have a lot of constraint. The police are not friendly. Maybe what you say, what you just the example you just incite is because you are foreigner. That's why they did not give you a lot of um, trouble. Yes, and and I'm a I'm a and, and I guess I have to say my real title because I'm double sim, you know, and I can pull whichever passport if if asked, and I've never been asked for a passport in Sierra Leone, but um. I, you know, because they know we journeyed far. Now, in America, when we get harassed by the police, we start pulling out phones. We start making things go viral. Is that even, is that against Sierra Leone law to do? Or will you even have more Wahala if you do that? Don't try it in here. The moment they catch you, if you take out your phone, they will think that you are recording them. And... <laughs> then you are worst in your situation. <laughs> so in here, I don't try it. <laughs> uh, okay, can, can, let me let, let me ask you if 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 you did do that and you uploaded it, would anything change? It won't change. They will all come to the TV station and say, "Oh, yes, we saw this. We see this video. The police. We are fighting this. Uh, talk. Blah 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 blah." And they, the end will be a silence treatment. Tomorrow you go out there, they will be doing the same thing. Oh, wow. Wow. Do you have a solution to stop that? Because I'm sure the police say our salaries aren't enough, so we need to make this money. But I've been in Ethiopia, in the uh, Tigray region, um, especially. They do not play that. I, tr- you know, they, they stopped us. I was asleep. They start asking for documentation. So I wake up and I have my, you know, documentation and my appreciation in my passport. And they, they, they don't play that. That will get you brought to the police station. And I was, I was laughed at 
when we got back to the hotel because they said nobody takes bribes here in the government because they like their job. And so is there any solution that you could find that would satisfy the police and those in transportation? Yeah, yeah. For my own points, the, the key thing I will say, bribery, what will stop bribery in Sierra Leone is the salary scale. If the salary scale is good, there will be no bribery in this country. That's the main thing. Mind you, people are paying seven, eight, nine million news for where they are living. Hmm? Mm. And yeah, they have some people have three, four, five children that are going to school. Look at the workload. Then, if you check their, their salary scale for government now, they say more than uh, 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 500,000 and above, but still, they are not paying everybody 500,000 and above. If you check some teachers, they are paying them a million. A million news. If you check um, the police, the highest they are paying the um, sergeant or whatever is a million news. Mm, you see? Yeah. That's the key issue. They have a lot of burden on them. People have so many things to do with money, but the salary is very, very little. So I think the only solution is for them to add to their salary. If people are paid good, I think the, the, the bribery and whatsoever corruption will less in this country. Okay. Now, is it, you, you laughed when I mentioned, you know, filming the police. Is that even legal in Salon? Sorry? Is that even legal to film the police? You laughed when I mentioned that because how we do it in the States. And I know you've seen those videos, but is that even legal in uh, Sierra Leone? It is legal, but they, they they are not. In fact, I think they are not working towards the constitution of the country. That's what I'm saying. They are not. Um, if I could check, it was on November. It was on November. There, there was a fighting at um, Fort Streets. A police and a boy. I saw that. Fighting. I saw that. Okay, you, yeah. Yeah. That journalist, that journalist, they flog. He was my friend. We went to the same school, Ransford. Mm. Now, it, they did not do. That's what I see in this country. If you are, if you are somewhere where they are killing something, just someone, just try to uh, 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 keep off. If they do anything to you, it will be just like that. It's for your family. Your family will go and suffer that. That's not the police business. That's not anybody's business. Okay. Okay. Now, last what is just working. The office did not do anything. The police did not do anything to watch it so far. Well, well I, I would, you know, this is a, a place, um, this po- podcast and focusing on Sierra Leone and having, you know, from politicians to entrepreneurs on, this is a place that I hope when, you know, ideas are brought up to say, I think this could help, um, that we could let people know and it'd be a safe place to let people know 
like this is going on and this is maybe something that we could try because I've been asked, you know, well, what could we do? And it's because I want to invest in Sierra Leone. And sometimes when you want to invest, whether that be me bringing various investors, we have a we, we have some plans on bringing at least 30, hopefully this year um, and, and, and letting people see what they can invest in that Sierra Leone will have to want to, you know, change for the better for the the locals first, because if you tell this story and then it happens to a JC who says, wait, no, 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 this doesn't go down. It, it, it doesn't help the country. You know, we're letting these new uh, JCs in and they're bringing their ways in as well. And they expect that if it's in the Constitution, somebody will abide by it. Right. So hopefully we with unity, we win and we can push and say you, you made a great point saying if the police were paid more, which is not an easy thing to do for any government. But the police also have to know and have a spirit like yours where I came to do my job. I agreed to do the job and I don't have to harass people who are just trying to make a living for their family. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying, um, what you say is right. Because if, if the investor come and had short story about the police, they will not have good intention to come with more business in the country. They'll say, oh, no. So it's like this, people are cooked. The only thing I will advise is if people out there want to come in and establish a business in this country, they need to has, have a very high-ranking politician or a very high-ranking police that will secure you in business or whatsoever. So, so for any moment they want to come with um, things that are not right in your coming bro, you need to, you just need to call. That's what that's why you need to have all your document your documentation should be intact. Because they will come on our way as oh, we want to see this, we want to see this, we want to see this. Even if at times they are in in, in correct form, you show them, we'll find hey, okay, we are going oh, is there anything for us? Yeah, is there anything for the boys? <laughs> so the only thing you need you need to have someone that will secure. I know that, and I'm copying it from the two bosses that I've worked for, which one is Nick Asgill and the other is um, Benedict Solomon. They are very, very, they are very, very influential people. Very influential people in this country. And I love their spirits. They love, support, they love to support um, the youth. And no. in this country... And I'm telling you, the, the young folks are suffering. Young folks are suffering. Well, what could, what could we do to help that suffering? I had an idea with coming there, and I, I don't know, you know, we haven't talked much before this interview, but I represent YouTubers, and I talk to... Uh, many YouTubers and people who could be potential YouTubers. And to my surprise, because we pay our contributors who work with us, not one person yet has given me any YouTube. Like we do news and entertainment and sometimes we'll do food. We have a food channel as well. 
Not one person has provided something. And these are some of these people create content every day on Instagram or TikTok and they don't get paid. So when someone says, hey, I will pay you um, to create content like this, to me, that's a job that I would have thought many people would have jumped on, especially if they're not getting paid um, by themselves. So there's a mind shift change that has to happen with the youth, where if you want to make money and do it the righteous way, when people give you an opportunity, if you don't understand, you ask more questions. But everybody told me, yes, that sounds easy. But still, no YouTubers. You know, and I wanted to make deals with even the big media houses, too. And um, some things got done, but we're still working. So I just want to let you know that for anybody that you know who says, look, I want to make money. I'm suffering. Send them my way. I'm not Jesus, so I'm not the savior. But we have opportunities. But they also have to work and they have to be consistent and they have to follow, you know, the the direction given. Um, 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 that's a very good point. Um, let me let me uh, um, give an example of the Nigerian. For instance, um, Nasty Black. I think you know him. He's a very creative some um, person. Um, what? Um, something John Jota. He's also a creative person in the aspect of comedy. Um, Ay. Uh, there are so many and the likes out in Nigeria. They are very very good. Very good people, creative YouTubers, and and if you check even their Instagram, they are perfect. We have people in here that are very, very, very creative. Very, I know some of them. But one thing that is that is bringing them down is okay. I'll come and share my ideas with you. Okay, Kellen, this and this are what I have, and this and this are what I want to do. The moment I share it with you. Boom, you leave me, go ahead and do it with another person. It is my idea. I share it with you for us to make money. But you just quit, leave me. Okay, you sit down within a week or so to get the detail about the idea. But all you will do, you leave me that I'm the one that come with the idea. You leave me, then you go and uh, find another person to, 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 to work with, which is very bad. You are killing the spirit of the person. Yeah. Also, okay, in this country, I should have called him. There are so many uh, media house in this country that are using people uh, without paying them well. I was taking, talking of the police, but even some private companies are doing short things. They say, oh, ah, let's take him as an intern. And because they know that people are suffering in this country, people need job, people need to work. They say, oh, let's take this man as an intern, let him come and work, we'll be paying him 300000 Ah, you know where the man is, is living? Maybe he's coming right away from um, Aston. He's coming from Waterloo. Let's check. From Motalo to um, this part, the central part of Freetown, for a day, go, go and come to and four. You need to pay. Let me see. If you, if you don't have 20000 for your um, transportation, you will not come to work. And if you calculate that per month, it's more than what they are paying you. 
Hmm. But some people are not looking towards the salary. They love what they are doing. They will go the extra mile to use their own money to come. And the other thing that is that is um, um, giving problem to the creative is the gadgets. The gadget is what is giving them problem. Some will say, okay, I will start with my phone, but the phone they are using is not good. If you want, if you want to post something on, on YouTube, you want viewers, you want people to be watching it, then you need to give a 4K quality. Well, okay, for now I'm using uh, uh, Technos Pack 5. Will it give a perfect picture? No. Even if I have it, if I go down there, okay, if I know someone who has all what it takes for me to do the job, if I have to, man, let's work. He will not work with me because all he wants for his gadget is his money. Understand? I oh I oh yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I I I gave a speech at one of the radio stations uh, I was on because um one of the big men in charge he he liked what I said about using your phone and I and and all his staff had fancy phones. I don't know if they provide it for him, but I know they definitely have the money to provide you know nice phones. But there are YouTubers out there, you know. Shout out to Miss Trudy, who they shoot everything from their phone. But yes, you do need a certain type of phone, and you know it's not just shooting, but learning how to shoot, how to get the angles, what room to record in and what room and where not to record. So there's a lot to that. Now, you are a a photographer um, with some great equipment and you work with, you know, a company that has a name. What to get that to that even status and level for somebody right now in Freetown who says, I want to be a photographer, but I don't have the equipment. How did you go about getting the equipment that you needed? First and foremost, having, having um, the equipment for photography, you need to pour a lot of money. You need to pour a lot of money. If they know you for now, the company that I'm working I was recommended by my former boss to my present boss. So at least that's the link. Because I've worked with the former boss um, well, he know my handwork, he know what I'm doing. That's why he recommended me to this present boss that I'm working with. So for people to come, okay, hey, I want to work with you. I want to be working in your studio. The, the only thing they will say, oh, can you photo shoot? Can you take a good picture? Uh, the creative mindset for some people that are willing to go to the um, studio and work is poor. For some of them is poor, but some, yeah, they are very perfect in what they are doing. So for you to just go to a company and say, I want to work, you need to have that um, brain. You need to have what it takes to work in the, in in some company. They will not just allow you to say, "Oh, okay, come and work." Yeah, though, though, um, where I'm working now, where yeah, there are some staff. We have staff there that are in turn that are coming. And the thing that is that is that is um affecting us in here 
people don't want to come as volunteers. Mm. Yes, we can see. For me, I've done, I, I went to uh, uh, Miltimagai, I have my um, uh, beard, but Kellen, I'm telling you, I've never had a cent out of what I study. I've never. This photography and whatsoever is what I'm living on and my um, little entrepreneurial business that I'm doing. That's what I'm living on. Well, let, let's talk about that with study because many of us who went to school and paid these you know, expensive school fees, we came out and we said, where's the job? And there was no job. So you had to, you know, really make a job. And that's why I know I'm an entrepreneur because I had to make a job to do what I want. Would you rather, you know, because you are an entrepreneur and you work for a company, would you, which one would you have rather, you know, done coming out of college? Or would you have said, let me just be an entrepreneur and I don't need school? Um, sorry, come again with the question. Okay, I'm saying, do you even think school is necessary given now that you know what you know? Mm-hmm. Is, was it even necessary for you to go? Was there a benefit for you to go? Because, you know, my, I could have did what I'm doing without school, but I would not have met my wife. I would not have had the experiences that I've learned from, you know, maybe even on a summer break. But I, there would have been no break if I didn't go to school. So my question is, do you think school is really worth it if you're not becoming a lawyer or a doctor or something like that nowadays? Um, I would say um, school might worth it a bit, just a bit, because you need to have some level of education before diving into some job. Though some job... The, can't require you um, education, but if Mohammed, if if you have some level of education, then you go into the, the work, a job. At least it would be better. I am not saying you should learn all what it takes for you to say, oh, I have my first degree. I will go for a, a master's, go for PhD before coming to work. Just at least, if you can only read and write, you can dive into another job. Do another um, skill work. Your life will be better. Okay, okay. That, now tell me. And, and, and mm-hmm. that, 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 that is what I'm training my son now. That's what I'm training my son. It's not all about education, education, education. He will be in certain level. I will say, man... At this age, you need to be learning this. This is what you should be doing. Different skill, at least. At the time he will be at the age of uh, 15, 16, he will say, oh, wow, I've learned something. Without, He will say, okay, now I want to pursue my education on his own. It, he will make his own discretion. But I'll, the two, skill work and the education, I have. I, I, I want him to pursue the skill work more than the education. Un- understand. Over, over Sabi. Um, I, 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 I'm setting my own daughters up 
to if they want to go to college, great, but go somewhere where you can go for, you know, very low money or go for free because I want you to do business. School only sets you up to have a job um, in America, at least. And and I don't want you to ever have to fill out an application as hard as, you know, my wife and I work. We have business. So come learn the business or figure it out. But I, I think school is very outdated here in America. And the whole process of school is unless you're going to be a lawyer or a doctor, maybe it's not for you. Maybe you need to, you know, fit, find a skill. So I, I agree with you. Now, when your business grows to the point where, you know, you have so many employees and you're able to really um, benefit the community and they call you Chief Peter, um, what is a community give back that you want to do or that you plan on doing or maybe even one that you're doing already, um, you know, with the community? Just something that you're, you're giving back to the community. Yeah, yeah, there is a little we don't have, but there is a little we are giving back to the community, to some community around us. Um, we don't have many, but we have some, I think the total of seven students that we are assisting in their educational level, we pay their school fees, we um, find uniforms and books for them, we advise them on day-to-day life of us with the adults, what and what will pay you, you need to learn this, you need to do this, you need to do that. Yes, these are some of the things, benefits we are giving out to the community for now. We help uh, uh, people out there in the education. But my wife is the, is the one that is handling that because she has pity for, for, for children. So. Okay. Okay. Well, you make sure you send me over um, the school she works at. We we visited a couple schools, my, my, my Peking, my wife. Um, there were some schools that we really uh, made a connection with. Um, you know, one of the owners of the school came and hung out with my wife for, I mean, they spoke for hours and even the ones that they weren't able to meet for hours like the National Islamic uh, Junior School. Uh, you know, there there's some things that we we're working on. But ed, edu- the education, it, it, it seems in Sierra Leone that, you know, the, the, the all schools need help. But when it's the small kids, all kids need to be able to read or write. All kids need to be able to go to school. Um, for that part, it's just the advanced degrees. You know, m- my degrees are in political science and mass com. Um, I-, I would tell people, don't go to school for political science and mass com. Um, go for anything else because there may not be a job for you. So unless you were willing to, you know, go for broke like I was willing to years ago, um, you know, and make a job. Now, tell me this. What are some things that people coming into Sierra Leone, maybe they're becoming citizens like me, or maybe they're visiting and they're becoming residents. What are some things that we can do to, you know, be a contributor? Again, we can't save 
anybody. And the scriptures tell us the poor you'll have with you always. But I want to let people know, you know, from somebody born there, raised there, what are some things we can do? Because everybody that I see starts talking about mining and diamonds. And I, it bothers me. It really bothers me, Peter, because Americans know nothing about diamonds and mining, especially the black ones. We don't have any diamond mines here. So to think that you can come to Salone and now be some diamond king or queen, it, it, it just makes me say, what are we doing? You're, you're a doctor. You're a physician. You're a pilot. Do anything else but, but diamonds. Um, that's a great question. One of the things I would recommend is I'm a Kono. <laughs> I'm a Kono. My home is where they the, the found the biggest diamond. And it is in my village. So I hate talking about that diamond, gold, or whatsoever. Because I don't even want to go there. One of the things um, I will see in the capital city of Sierra Leone, um, um, Freetown, what people are suffering from, what uh, we really need. If you want to invest in this country, the key things you need to pour your money is. Uh, Housing. Housing is the best thing. You come create an estate in this country. You hand your money very fast. Very, very fast. You, 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 you. I won't, I will not say uh, this and this are, this are, this and this are what you should do, but housing is the key thing. Okay. You employ people. What 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 I, I will say you you don't need to uh, uh, give people say okay this is what you should be eating this is what you should be eating learn them how to go and find what they want to eat you need to teach them what to find how to find what they should be eating okay housing that diamond is, is not everything in this country gold is not everything in this country people are suffering. Housing is the key, is the biggest problem in this country. If you have, if you have, if you have a land, let me say, okay, let me just say a two-acre land. You you, you put up a uh, an head state with a woman, a woman, a woman, a single room. There are youths in this country who say, okay, for this, people are paying, let me say, three, four, four or seven or eight million per so. You just have a single room. Or a woman, fala um, self-contained, allow them to be paying four, five, six, seven, or ten million. As long as the place you create a community, as long as they are not lacking anything, you have a you have a diet state, you have your hospital, you have your your market. You there is a better light facility there. People will come for it. You will not have any stress because it is your own. Can, can you teach the people, you know, for a house, um, what what it costs to build, let's say, a four-bedroom, you know, home? Because, you know, I, I was even educated by um, a young entrepreneur who was from the Gambia, but he was there. And he said, it's better to for me to spend $100,000 here in Sierra Leone and build my house and and rent it out than to do it in London where he also lived 
because in London, a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand pounds doesn't go far, but here it goes further. So what is a, a good house, you know, that somebody from the West could say, okay, this is just like we have at home, maybe even bigger and better, right? Um, what, what's a good price? Because when they go on a home tour again, I, w- I went and saw some homes and I said, uh-uh, this was made for the NGOs. This was made for the French embassy, but it wasn't made for, you know, um, a non-investor or non-company. Uh, so what do you think a good price is for, you know, just, I know things can be, it can range depending on where it's at, but what's a good home in, let's say, Hill Station to build? Um, for now, if you're talking of Hill Station, you don't have that space in there. Okay, you pick anywhere. You pick any anywhere, you know. For me to, to recommend um, a site within is the, by the peninsula. If you go to the peninsula, you have land there. There are so many land there that you have. But for Hill Station, oh, we don't have those land. Um, let me see. For a plot of land in here, at that end... Will cost you. Let me put it in. You know the Lyons? Yeah, put it in Lyons. Put it in Lyons. Okay. Mm-hmm. For a plot of for a plot of land at uh, um, the peninsula, let me say literally, if you have forty um, million Lyons, you have a land. That's a rough. If you if you have um, a good connection with the landowner or the person, the government, they will drop the cost and. If what you're about to do in there, they'll drop cost because you are not going for only plots of land. You need to, you are investing, so they will drop cost. So for the land uh, my wife family has at Hitler, for a plot, they call, they buy it at uh, forty million. That was in. Um, 2019 that was in 2019 40 million for everything the paper work some people here in America get that because of their child support or the government might, you know, give them a tax refund. So I, I say that because I want to make it that number that you said is very feasible. And I want you guys to reach out to Peter because he has the connections. And if you do reach out to Peter, understand that you are entitled. You have to give him something because he might be able to hook you up with that deal or put you in connection with someone who can. I don't want to speak for him, but that's a, that's something that could really be done by the peninsula. So correct me if I'm wrong, Peter. That's by the water where you might have an ocean view. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Wow. Have, uh, there are some that are very close to the water. Uh, up to the um, to the highway, which is very 
Are you getting me? Oh yeah, I'm getting you, and and the the audience is getting the game. I don't want to give them too much because I want people to kind of be on their seat and be excited. But you guys, that's just to buy land. If you want to find out then how to build, you're gonna to have to contact. Peter and his links will be in the description box and you and you can't just bother him. If, if I hear you're bothering him, I'm going to tell him, send them to me <laughs> and I'm going to get them ready and have their money ready before they just talk, 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 because some people, you know, will just talk, talk, talk all day. But um, I, I appreciate this, Peter, and I don't want to take all the time and I don't want to give people too much because our people you know, when they get too much information, they don't know what to do with it. But tell the people where they can connect with you if they need a photographer, if they need to hire a KK while they're in Sierra Leone, or if they want to learn now, we know about education or real estate. What's the best way to reach out to you? Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on um, Twitter. I'm on Sorry, I'm not. I'm not using Facebook. I'm on um, Telegram. For my IG address is Peter Zuzu Pakama. Peter Zuzu Pakama. My tele, my um, Twitter address is um, at Pakama Zuzu twenty nine. But simply just type Peter Zuzu Pakama. You get. Love it. I got you, Peter. Don't worry. I, I already got it. So that means the audience has it. And you guys have been blessed by the game. Make sure. Uh, hmm? Go ahead. Uh, or you check me on my email, which is pitazuzupakama also. pitazuzupakama29 at gmail.com. Yeah, that's my email. You guys have been blessed by the game. If you do nothing else, make sure you share this with somebody. It will change their life. Be blessed. Are you tired of the violence? Tired of the injustice? Police brutality, rampant discrimination, lack of gun control in this failed by a socioeconomic experiment called America? Or maybe you need a break from the relentless grind and want to regain control of your destiny, your wealth, your health, and your purpose. DiversifiedGame.com has the right course for you. Prepare for my first trip to Africa. Looking to reconnect with your roots, start a new business, or just a fresh start. Africa, a.k.a. the motherland, is waiting. Don't let the Chinese and the Mazungus have the fun and also take over the motherland. From Cairo to Mombasa, from Dakar to Cape Town, Africa has something for everyone from business opportunities to the most amazing people, safety, leisure, and landscapes. The opportunities abound. It is time for the diaspora to reconnect with their roots. Time to reconnect with the birthplace of humanity. Africa is the last frontier. Get your head in the game and reclaim your legacy. The writing is on the wall. Babylon is falling. Give up the stress, grind, and violence inflicted on our people on this continent and prepare for a journey of restoration and joy by connecting with the land of your ancestors. Check out our new course and kick off your adventure at diversifiedgame.com.
Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifiedgame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.